Well, things are not going well when it comes to choosing the new speaker. Several rounds of voting in the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, uh, but they finally gave up and uh, a stalemate. They adjourned for the day. They're going to be picking it up again this afternoon. We have uh, Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarlane on the line with us this morning to talk about this hot mess, and it is a mess, isn't it? Yeah, it's really a, a functional paralysis of Congress itself. Until they choose a speaker, there is no sitting U.S. House of Representatives. There's no seated members. There's no Speaker of the House second in line of succession to the presidency. Oh, my gosh. And these congressmen and congresswomen haven't taken the oath. They can't take your call. It's just, it's crazy to me. Not that this is a big surprise. I mean, we kind of knew this was coming, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 that Kevin McCarthy likely didn't have the votes he needed right. um, was not a surprise. We, we expected that. We thought they might get ironed out after a first ballot or on a first ballot with concessions or negotiating or backroom deals. But they don't seem any closer this morning than they did yesterday morning. And, in fact, McCarthy lost one of, another defector late in the day yesterday. Unless the trajectory changes dramatically, I don't see how this pathway how this trajectory gets Kevin McCarthy to the speakership. Why do you think so many are just digging their heels in? For example, uh, Bob Good says he didn't care how long it takes. He will not change his vote. He is, uh, you know, his his people have said they don't want him as speaker and he's not going to give in. Um, wh- why do you think he is so very unpopular? This is the particularly complicated part for Kevin McCarthy. Of these 20 defectors inside his own party, including Bob Good, there may be 20 different reasons, which means there's no silver Jeez. bullet concession he can offer to get everybody back on board. Right. Bob Good told me yesterday, in his words, the sooner Kevin McCarthy pulls out of this race, the better it is for the country. That's not an equivocating statement that seems bendable or pliable. I don't know how Bob Good could change his vote and vote for Kevin McCarthy based on the public statements he's made over the past 36 hours. Right. That's true for others as well. They haven't been half-hearted in their denunciations of voting for Kevin McCarthy for Speaker. They've been full-throated. So I don't know how they could change what fig leaf Kevin McCarthy could offer to get them to change their vote, considering what they've said publicly. That's the complication. And there's just not one thing he could do to get 12 to 15 of these 20 back on board. And to be clear, he needs to get 16 of the 20 back on board. He can only afford four defections. I just don't see it happening. Well, I, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Well, here's the, and here's the, the next level complication. Uh, the, 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 the best leverage and perhaps the only leverage Kevin McCarthy retains at this moment. Nobody else could get the 218 votes either. There's not a, an alternative who could rally Bob Good and the 19 others and keep the, the, the alliances McCarthy's built among his allies in the Republican conference. There's nobody could get a, they could get a hybrid of Democratic and Republican votes. There's nobody else. And eventually the government has to function. That at this moment is the singular or the most prominent piece of leverage Kevin McCarthy can wield. I have to tell you, as a small government girl, um, this absolutely drives me insane about the GOP. This is what they do. They gripe, they gripe, they gripe, they gripe, they gripe. They finally get to a place where they can do something, and they don't have a plan. 
There's no for them to get to this point and not have anybody that can that can step up and and smoothly become speaker is just embarrassing. What's indicative, and I'm trying, I'm trying to be charitable here, but what's indicative <laughs> of, of them not having a plan is they brought this to the floor yesterday without the votes. You, right. When you are a leader of a party and you control the floor of the House, you don't bring a losing vote to the floor. Um, and I think that's it, my it, point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not indicative of a, of a, of a, of a functioning plan. Right. And that might be because they didn't do the planning or because nobody at this moment gets 218 votes in the current political composition and complexion of this U.S. House of Representatives, um, which raises the prospect that this doesn't just take a few more hours, it takes a few more days to rectify. So do you think uh, Jim Jordan stands a, a, a shot at all? Jim Jordan has a longer odds than Kevin McCarthy. Okay. He is not a consensus conciliatory pick. True. He's favored by the hardliners. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Good uh, got right on board that train when it left the station, but there are dozens and dozens of moderates, newly elected moderate Republicans representing suburban New York City, representing Detroit area Michigan, representing Illinois, who cannot vote for Jim Jordan to be the next House Speaker. Politically, it would be toxic for them. Um, So he's not a pathway to 218. It's hard to see who would be. And that, I mean, reiterating my previous point, that's the leverage Kevin McCarthy begins this day with after getting embarrassed and shellacked yesterday. <laughs> and doubling down, saying, you know, I'm not going anywhere. And, you know, we, we have to have an intense conference. It's intense for a purpose. And, and he doesn't mind setting a record for the number of votes needed to win the gavel. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just frustration. Yeah, the other the other leverage is fatigue, um, and that works both for him and against him. I mean, you you can fatigue right. the, the conference into, into into being pliable. You could fatigue Democrats into some type of concession, um, perhaps a, a, a third option. I I I think the former is more likely than the latter, but that's the mess they're in. Right, right. That seems to be where we are right now. Well, we appreciate you joining us this morning to uh, to talk about. It. It's going to be interesting interesting next few days uh scott mcfarland congressional correspondent talking about the new republican controlled house of representatives uh not looking too good frankly it's looking kind of kind of rough and some people are saying that um you know the biden administration is looking at this almost a, a little bit humored but also you know concerned at the same time as they should be, I should think.